Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. and gentlemen, wherever you are, however you may be listening, welcome to the JET Show, presented by Full Press Jets of the Full Press Coverage Network, broadcasting now deep in the heart of New England Patriots territory. I am your host, Jesse E. Thurmer. This show will be available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just search Full Press Jets. Follow us on Twitter at Full Press Jets and follow me, your host, at JT underscore one seven, all spelled out. We are here to do one thing. And one thing only, talk New York Jets football. It took me a while to do this episode because, man, look, I'm glad football's back. I think everybody's glad football's back. Week one for the New York Jets did not go the way we wanted it to go. Oh, my goodness. I knew if I got on this too early, I would... I wanted to take a look and review week one in a very factual manner. Uh, and then and then take a quick look into week two. Uh, so the Jets, week one, fall to Buffalo 27-17 in Buffalo. So it's a 10-point game. The Vegas spread on the game was uh, 6.5, so, you know, not too far off. Um, it didn't feel like a 10-point game. Let's be real. If, to anybody who watched that game, this did not feel like a 10-point game at all. Uh, the Jets struggling. It was 21 to three at the half. So, I mean, I guess the team showed some signs of life. Adam Gase 
we're back at it again, back in the circle of incompetency and is it his fault and can he do better and is he going to get fired and incompetency and is it his fault and can he do better and will he get fired and it's it's this never-ending cycle with Adam Gase. Ever since he's taken over the Jets, since he became the head coach, mind you, we've already talked about what Adam Gase did as a previous head coach, the Jets have scored 33 touchdowns to 93 punts. That is the worst ratio in the entire NFL right now. Man. Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. You had to have known coming into this game that the Jets probably weren't going to win this, especially when the injuries started to stack up before the game came. Buffalo is a legitimate playoff contender. I don't think they're anything more than a wild card round team. But that just shows you where the Jets stack up against making it into the playoffs. I think this was a reality check for the fans. It was a reality check for the team. Things just need to be better. So we're going to talk about the negatives, naturally. We'll talk about the positives, naturally. And then we'll get ready for week two. Buffalo scored a touchdown. On three of their first four drives, three straight drives, they scored a touchdown. They fumbled the first drive because Josh Allen's Josh Allen. It was a 52-yard drive after that, then a 44-yard drive that included a 33-yard defensive pass interference penalty, and then a 63-yard drive. So what is all this? The secondary, as you watched the game progress, really didn't want to contest catches. Okay, I think... I think Bless Austin played better than Pierre Desir played. But anytime there was a ball call to one of these outside receivers, they were three, four yards off coming downhill to make the tackle as opposed to being on top of the receiver to disrupt the pass. It wasn't a great showing from the defense. As for the Jets' offense, they had six drives the entire first half. Six drives drives they scored a grand total of three points they had six drives the entire first half the first drive three plays for three yards a minute 16 possession time resulted in a punt drive two three plays one yard two minute and one second possession time punted drive three three plays zero yards it was three straight incompletions 30 seconds Punt. Drive four. Five plays, 19 yards, 2 minutes, 46 seconds, and a punt. Drive five. Three plays, 9 yards, a minute possession, intercepted. And then drive six, the last drive of the first half for the Jets. 10 plays, 70 yards, a minute 27, and a field goal. That is a grand total of 27 plays in the first half. For 102 yards, one field goal, one interception, and four punts. You can't win football games coming out the gate that slowly. Uh, they fell out the gate. They didn't come out the gate. They didn't walk out the gate. They didn't fire out the gate. They just... I don't think they were at the gate when the game started. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Five plays, three and out. That's four three-and-outs on six drives to start the game. You can't know. And the defense tried. They had that forced fumble on the first Josh Allen drive. 
is an abysmal offensive start. As for the defense, Josh Allen drops his first career 300-plus yard game. Of course, it's against the New York Jets. Aiding in that 300-yard game, are you ready for this? According to Pro Football Reference, one of the most comprehensive statistical sites for the NFL, in the Week 1 matchup between the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills of the 2020 NFL season, the New York Jets missed 21 total tackles. 21 missed tackles. I'm going to say that one more time. 21 missed tackles. Buffalo missed three. 20% missed tackle percentage. 20% missed tackle percentage. I'm saying this over and over again because I want you to understand how atrocious of a defensive effort that is. That if you go to tackle somebody, you have a 20% chance of not bringing them down. You can't win football games doing that. Pretty much describes the whole game. Offense couldn't show up until the second half, as usual. Unproductive, unmotivated defense. Except for one guy. We'll get into that later. I think you already know who I'm going to be talking about. Star running back, Le'Veon Bell. I have tried and tried and tried to defend Le'Veon Bell. Six attempts for 14 yards. If you recall back to one of the previous episodes entitled The Kids Are All Right, it's talking about how Le'Veon Bell's career low season wasn't entirely his fault. The reason I said that was because he ranked dead last, or I think it was second to last behind Benny Snell, in yards before contact. What that meant, if you remember, was that Le'Veon Bell had the least amount of yards gained before he actually got hit, meaning that the offensive line wasn't doing their job. He was somewhere in the 1.2, 1.5 range with an average or a above average offensive line, usually getting somewhere between three to four yards before contact. Le'Veon Bell averaged a grand total of 0.2 yards before contact. He couldn't even get a yard past the line of scrimmage before he got hit. That's how you get six attempts for 14 yards. Frank Gore, six attempts for 24 yards. This new offensive line that we have, I will give them this, I will give them this one benefit of the doubt. They're all new, essentially. And they all have to have, we're expecting them to have the chemistry of a veteran team, which they're not going to do. They've had how many months, not how many years, how many months to develop the chemistry that a legitimate offensive line needs with zero preseason games. This was like the first time, you know what it looked like? It looked like BYU and Navy. If you caught that college football game, uh, you know, Navy got absolutely blown out of the water. I think it was like it was like 50 to 0 or something. And they said, you know, we didn't practice the things we needed to practice um, in order to win the game. And I think we're seeing that with the Jets. They weren't able to practice the things they needed to practice. 
Okay, for example, uh, one of the Jets' interviews during camp, during the week leading up to it, was that the Jets' offense had not prepared. They had not done any practices, any seven-on-seven, any full team against quarters coverage, which is what they were expecting Buffalo to come out in. How do you not practice against the defense your opponent's going to use on you? That's high school. I remember in high school getting the play cards of what the opposing team did, and we'd replicate it. You're not doing that in the NFL. It's your job. Scout period. That's what it's for. To get the offense or to get the defense used to what they're about to see. If you're going to face a team that has quarters coverage because they have two ridiculously good safeties, you practice against quarters coverage. You are They walked into that game grossly incompetent against the team they were about to play. You knew what they were going to do. You knew how they were going to do it. You play them twice a year, every year since they've been in the conference, and you don't prepare for that? How unprofessional is that? High school teams, people. High school teams. You're not preparing like a pro. You're preparing like a Pop Warner team. And then you played like a Pop Warner team because you missed 20% of your freaking tackles. 20%. I'm still angry about that. Golly, man. Incompetent. What also didn't help the offense get started was Jamison Crowder dropping his two first targets. And it seemed like they dropped a lot more than that. But then again, they only got the ball to five different receivers, and one of them was Josh Adams, who came up off the practice squad this week, last week. Jamison Crowder still goes seven receptions on 13 targets for 115 yards and a touchdown that puts him in the top 10 receiving yards in the NFL right now. Enjoy it while it lasts. His biggest play of the night, of the day, came from a screen where the Bills just, um, you know, he, he slipped through. The issue I have with, yes, it's great. It was a touchdown. Love it. Love it. Needed that. On third... And seven, I think it was. It was third and long. The play call was a slide route to your slot receiver into the boundary. That wasn't supposed to be a touchdown. Tremaine Edmonds missed the tackle. That's what it was. That wasn't a good play call. That wasn't a well-designed play. That was a horrible play call going in the wrong direction that just so happened to magically work. That's what aggravates me. And it reminds me of me being upset about the touchdown pass Sam Darnold threw to Jamison Crowder last year in the front corner of the end zone against the Ravens. Great. Let's celebrate it's a touchdown. But it was just such a monumentally bad choice of a throwing. And this was such a horrible play call that gets wiped away because it's a touchdown. Because if that doesn't go for six, if Jamison Crowder doesn't break that tackle, if he doesn't slip away... We're all sitting here calling for the heads of whoever's making these play calls because these play callings looked a lot similar to 
to the start of last year when the Jets did not move the ball at all. A lot of short game stuff, a lot of, a lot of nonsense, man. When we get back from the break, the positive takeaways from Jets and the Bills, because believe it or not, there are some. We'll be right back after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And gentlemen, welcome back to the JET Show presented by Full Press Death, Full Press Coverage Network. I am still your host. Jesse E. Thurmer, we are still broadcasting deep in the heart of New England Patriots territory. We went over the negatives from the Jets-Bills game. Enough of that. I had my spiel. You got Jesse yelling into the microphone. Let's talk about the positives. Marcus May. Marcus May was an absolute stud this game. Stepped up. Became the player we needed him to be. Became the player he talked about being. Ten total tackles. Two for a loss. Two QB hits. Two sacks. Two pass breakups. One forced fumble. And a 50% completion rating for a grand total of 26 yards. That is top tier defensive back numbers. Marcus May was all over the place. Glad to see him really come into his own. Really glad to see him be this productive of a player in this new role we're asking him to. We talked about the negatives of the offense last segment. Eventually, Sam Darnold get, did get on track. Uh, he threw 21 for 35 uh, for 215 yards. He was blitzed 20 times for a 20.5% pressure rate. For reference, Josh Allen was blitzed 18 times for about the same. He was about a 19% pressure rate. So the two quarterbacks were facing very similar circumstances. Um, Josh Allen just had the better game. Josh Allen had the better players. He was able to take off, run with the ball more. Sam Donald stepping out of throws. Not into throws, out of throws. That development's going to need to get there, but at least they got the ball moving eventually. Makai Becton. Rookie, left tackle, Makai Becton, Pro Football Focus's highest graded offensive rookie this week. Good things to come. You took a kid who hasn't played a snap in the NFL before, had zero time in the preseason to harness his craft. He was the highest graded offensive rookie. That's great news. That's a sign of good things to come. Next week, the 49ers, fresh off a loss to the Arizona Cardinals, 
are coming to MetLife Stadium. There will not be any fans there. It will be the Jets' debut home opener game. No Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's been placed on IR. George Kittle, their star tight end, currently questionable. Everything I'm reading currently is pointing more and more in the direction of George Kittle playing. But so long as they say questionable, I'm going to leave it at questionable. Keys to beating the 49ers. The offensive line needs to hold up. Let Sam Darnold throw. Okay? The 49ers have a ridiculously good front seven. They have the reigning defensive rookie of the year in Nick Bosa. They're going to need to let Sam Darnold have time to throw the ball, and those receivers are going to need to catch the ball. And the defense needs to stop the run game. We've seen that time and time again. The 49ers win games when they run the ball, okay? That's how they made their playoff run. If they are able to run the ball, it'll spell disaster because their run game is ridiculous. The key is going to be to shut that down, what the Jets are relatively good at, except for when you have a mobile quarterback, mobile in quotations, like Josh Allen running the ball. You need to stop the run game, make the 49ers a one-dimensional team, so that way the secondary can do their job, force Jimmy G to make some mistakes. The biggest, biggest point, the defense needs to bring the quarterback down when they get into the backfield. Too many times against Buffalo did the New York Jets have Josh Allen dead to rights and somehow he escaped. When you get in the backfield to the quarterback, you need to take him down. Once you are in the backfield, you need to tackle the quarterback. You need to sack him. Sacks lead to winning games. Pass rush leads to winning games. Run defense and being able to effectively run the ball leads to winning games. Unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs, and even they ran the ball with LSU rookie Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. New York Jets injured reserve. Denzel Mims will not be playing. Le'Veon Bell will not be playing. Blake Cashman will not be playing. Mims and Bell have hamstring issues. Cashman with a groin. They are expected to return week five currently. We need Denzel Mims back. We need the offensive line to play better. We need Sam Darnold to make better decisions. Makai Becton, big ticket. Outplayed all the other top offensive linemen in his class this past week. Hopefully that is a consistent thing. I'd like for us to have finally hit on some draft picks. I'd like to say we hit on Denzel Mims. Haven't seen him do anything yet. If you haven't already, please go check out fullpresscoverage.com. It is your one-stop shop for all of your sports, NBA, baseball, uh, hockey. They even have their own website for hockey now. Uh, the NFL, wrestling, motorsport. We have great people on staff working around the clock to bring you the best news, podcasts, radio shows, you know, whatnot for your entertainment. We have now expanded to Instagram and to Facebook. 
Facebook. Just search Full Press Jets in your search bar. Follow us on Instagram. It's at Full Press Jets. We have new content out there. We've hired new people. Uh, great graphics design. We're going to be doing some more news there. Trying to expand the network instead of just Twitter. 49ers at the New York Jets. Hopefully the Jets can fix the mistakes. Connor McGovern said it himself. We weren't getting beat because it was bad play calling. We were getting beat because it was bad execution. Let's hope we get better play calls and better execution. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay classy. And most importantly, go Jets. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.